Hello, hello, everyone. E hola, hola. Welcome to the Pediatric Speech Sister Show. I'm your sis, Melanie White Evans. I'm a bilingual pediatric speech language pathologist and cultural compatibility consultant here to learn with you and discuss more ways we can uplift culturally diverse communities in our professions in day-to-day lives. This podcast is for you if you're ready to address the disparities in the United States healthcare and academic systems and are looking for more ways you can be culturally competent in your careers. Tune in weekly as I introduce mind-shifting topics that will support service-based professionals and students alike on our cultural competency journeys. Let's get into today's episode. So before we get into today's episode, I just discovered something that's like a LinkedIn, but exclusive for speech pathologists. LiraCare is a free website where you can stay up to date on recent news in the industry, share your own interesting articles, join interest groups, and connect with fellow colleagues. I was super easy to sign up for LiraCare, and you can sign up too at liracare.com. That's L-I-R-I-C-A-R-E dot com. I'll include the link in the show notes for you too. All right, y'all, let's get into the episode. Hello, hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Pediatric Speech Sisters show. Today's episode is about generational healing and really more so about generational trauma, specifically for Black communities, but also how we can leverage generational trauma to, one, heal ourselves and also just to be a better and effective human being on this planet with the work that we do. This is a topic that I was actually very hesitant to bring to speech pathology. That was something I actually wanted to keep separate from my career in speech language pathology, but God says that I need to bring it to this field. So here we are. (laughs) I was going to say, get your pencils and papers out, but hey, honestly, yes, get your pencils and papers out so we can talk more about this in the future and just so you can kind of think about what this might mean for you yourself. There is absolutely no script to this episode, so please excuse any hiccups, any ums, um, but really I'm just allowing this to flow. What brought this specific episode to mind is, first of all, honesty hour. I am someone who struggles with my own mental health. However, I consider myself a healer. By healer, I mean I meditate, I believe in Reiki, I believe in shamanic healing practices to help you heal from within. And of course, I do believe in modern medicine, but I've explored alternative healing practices as well. One thing that I will say is by doing so, that has brought me closer to God like never before. My intuition, although I still struggle with it because I am a human being, (laughs) my intuition has been a lot more powerful. I hear myself a lot more. I've been able to, I don't want to say I've been able to save myself from bad situations. Really, God has saved me from potentially bad situations just because I've been able to listen to my intuition. Just shameless plug. We talk about intuition a lot when I am coaching, praxis, tutoring clients because 
a lot of the key to passing the practice exam is just going with your gut. And meditation has been a powerful tool for me to learn how to go with my gut. Anyway, going on a rant, but so here's really what this episode is about. Um, Generational trauma is something that we talk about. Generational healing, generational trauma, generational wounds. These are all things that we talk about, but we don't necessarily break down what exactly does that mean. What exactly does that mean? So I'm thinking about my family, for example. And I am raised, I was raised in a two-parent household middle-class family. My father was a cop and my mother is a lawyer still to this day. And I can say that I've had a very successful upbringing career by mainstream terms, going all the way through school, graduating high school, going to college, getting my master's degree, and then going into the field of speech language pathology. I am considered successful. So for me, why is it that I still get scared. Why is it that, okay, I have a track record of being successful, but yet and still I feel held back. I feel like there is a a gap, I guess. I was going to say bridge the gap. There's a gap to me getting from where I am to where I want to go or where I want to be. And yes, things take time, but I think about how it's easier for others. And I know that there are school of thoughts like pulling yourself up from your bootstraps. At the same time, there are legitimately systems in place that keep Black people specifically back or that keeps us from moving forward. In the same breath, at the same time, I'm thinking about what's going on within ourselves to keep that from happening. So we go back to pulling ourselves up from our bootstraps There's the politician Candace Owens, who has gotten a lot of ridicule from the Black community because she preaches that message and preaches pretty much that if we're not ahead, that's on us, that's our fault. I think to an extent that's true. I think to an extent we do need to put things in place for ourselves so we can move forward. At the same time, there are certain things that keeps us back. One of those are systemic issues in the education systems, excuse me, the economic system overall, but also within ourselves, healing that actually needs to be done. Just with my own studies, I've been researching this for years, for years on generational healing, Reiki healing, energetic healing, and how doing that healing can change us, powerful changes. I've had Reiki sessions that have changed my life. And so what I really want to talk about today, let going on a tangent, let me focus on, on why I came on, is a specific experience that I thought about today. So I was in my bed most of the day today because I felt so burnt out. I'm building this business and it's very hard to move forward. It's very hard to focus, even though I am one who likes to practice the principles of deep work 
and also prayer I'm very prayed up (laughs) and I don't say that to brag I say that like okay I'm doing all of these things why am I struggling to get out of bed why am I struggling to stay motivated well of course we can say oh it's my depression okay yes it's my depression I also had depression in college and in graduate school and I was a lot more motivated than I am now as I keep moving forward in my life and in my career. So my ancestors brought me to a generational healing meditation. It was like an ancestral trauma meditation. And it was literally only 20 minutes. If you all are meditators or are interested in meditating, I recommend the Insight Timer app. They have a lot of different meditations, but anyway. Um, So as I'm doing this meditation, I asked my ancestor to show me something, really to guide me. I asked my angels and my ancestors to guide me in this meditation because I didn't want my mind or my thoughts to get in the way of the flow of of the possibilities of what I could receive. And really, I really rely on spiritual help to get through the practicality of one, the United States, and also just the society and the world as a whole and being human. As I'm meditating, I see a rope. And that was all I needed to see. And even talking about it now, this is basically me unpacking what what I saw. Um, I saw a rope. And I automatically knew it was a noose. And we're in 2023. So we don't really think about, I mean, we do think about lynching, or at least I do, because it's part of my history. Uh, But to think that the noose being around your neck in a predominantly white profession is a battle. And it hurts. I almost want to end right there. Um, It's a battle. So I'm talking about a metaphorical noose, but in reality, I'm also thinking about the generational trauma that I've experienced, am experiencing. And even when I speak in first person, I'm talking about my ancestors who quite literally went through it, who quite literally were hanging from trees. I mean, slavery is is a whole other topic and going a little further back, but Jim Crow was not that long ago. And sadly, even today, people are still being hung from trees. Um, So moving forward, everyone listening to this podcast, and I really appreciate your support up to this point. Moving forward, I'll be a lot more transparent with you about my own spiritual journey and healing these generational wounds. We'll still be talking about closing the academic achievement gap. We'll still be talking about speech pathology, and we'll still even be relating this or these spiritual topics to speech language pathology because they are important. 
check out these recorded episodes on the Pediatric Speech Sister Network on YouTube, where we'll be taking this a bit further and you can also enjoy some visuals. That's been something I've been really excited about adding (laughs) to the video podcast. But yeah, I hope that this episode put things into perspective just to leave something with a tidbit for the week ahead or just moving forward in speech pathology is that if you are experiencing this as a BIPOC, even as a white person, you're not alone. The reason why I mentioned white women and not just white women, white people, is because I am currently reading this book called My Grandmother's Hands. And the author talks about generational trauma, not just for Black people or people of color, but also white people. White people have their own trauma, too, that lives in their bodies. And so I think that... we can change the dynamics of speech pathology and other professions in the United States specifically once we understand where our trauma is coming from so we can better navigate it. I felt an incredible amount of trauma in my last work setting that was predominantly white. And I'll be sharing more about that in the coming episodes. But I will just say this, after leaving that environment, I've been able to move forward in numerous ways. And I'm excited for you all to be a part of that journey as well. Until then, y'all, I'll see you next episode. Well, family, that's the episode. What did you think? Wherever you're listening, I'd appreciate if you left a review. Your feedback means a lot to me and helps me find more ways to help you on your journeys. If you're looking for more ways to expand your cultural compatibility in your clinical practices, follow me on Instagram at Pediatric Speech Sister and check out my newsletter for more show updates. I'll include all these links in the show notes. Until then, I'll see you next week.